It's the Brian and Kendra Show with Brian Cook and Kendra Cox of Keller Williams Realty Elite. I am Kendra Cox. I'm Brian Cook. Between the two of us, we have over 30 years of experience. Sharing real estate tips and advice right here on Classic Hits 107.3. Hey, it's the Brian and Kendra Show. We are here in the office today. We are. We are doing a little pre-record in our new studio. Yes. Thanks to Mr. Nathan Holiday. We are uh, going to be professional someday. Can I just talk about one thing real fast? Can yeah, we talk about Nathan Holiday? Because he's probably not going to stop me. No, I Have mean, you he noticed can't. that every time that we do any kind of recording, he's like, will you please clap for me? Yeah. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> and I'm like, I mean, yeah, yes. I'll clap for you, Nathan. Yes, I, I mean, really, I'm the one on the side of the camera, but we'll clap for you. <laughs> you. <laughs> it makes me feel special. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> I've been thinking about that all morning and it's just, you know, near and dear to my heart. I yes. get it. I want people to clap for me too. Yeah. Well, I feel like when I come to work, you yeah. should be clapping. Well, when you come to work. <laughs> yes. No, just kidding. <laughs> all right, Sometimes so. it's when you leave work. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Quit clapping when I leave and start clapping when I enter. Okay. Oh, goodness. All right. Okay. So that's fun. Um, sorry. I just wanted to share that little insight I had about Nathan Holiday. Mm-hmm. Anyway, it's been awesome to have him on our team, yes. helping us out, getting some stuff done. Um, I say that, like, I have a lot of panic mode with some of the things he's making us do. He's stretching me a little bit. Well, so are we. A little bit on him, We're too. stretching him a little just bit. Just a little bit. He feels a little <laughs> stressed. <laughs> if he didn't have the bags under his eyes, I'm, I'm just finding. like, welcome to real estate. <laughs> For real. It's a fun game. <clears throat> it is All right. Awesome. So today I'm excited about what we're going to talk about. Yes. Lots of good information. Yes. Do you want me to tell what it is? Let's do it. Okay. We're going to talk about things to focus on. Um, the right things to focus on before you list your house. Yeah. And I think we talk about this periodically, but it's a great reminder because some of you only listen to us when you're thinking about selling your house or buying a house. Mm -hmm. You know, you don't just like subscribe to our channel, which could you, you could subscribe to our channel. Absolutely. What channel would you subscribe to if you wanted to subscribe to our channel? We've got brianandkindershow.com on Mm -hmm. YouTube. We've got some other SoundCloud and Buzzsprout, but those aren't up to date, but But they they will will be. be. I thought that was my line. I know. Well, that's all right. I was just trying to ride along. Thanks. So we're, we're going to get more efficient and um, consistent. Awesome. That sounds like a deal. Yeah. So. All righty. So um, things to do before you list your home. I don't even know where to begin. I want to begin well, number with. Number one is kitchen. Well. Okay. I know you don't want to do that. But no, I don't. <laughs> but when you walk, it's funny that I've shown houses, um, I don't know. Three or four different people this mm-hmm. week. New people. All of them are new. Right. <clears throat> um, all of them went to the kitchen first. Did they? All of them. You know, it's the last place I go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, that's well, not true. That's part of the not time, true. The, part of the time the house was, oh, there's the kitchen. Right. But the kitchen is so important. So we've talked that after 2020, it seems like people are cooking more and spending more time um, in their kitchen. They realized that they could cook and then they got their air fryer and now they want to use it all the time. And so it is vastly, vastly important, but it's important because it's the most functional thing. Like we really need our kitchens and our bathrooms. Yes. Yes. Like you can sleep just about anywhere, but you really need the kitchen. And so there's some specific things there. Um, Functionally, one of the things that we see that kind of holds us up a lot on different loans, um, FHA, USDA, VA, are the GFCA outlets. So there's some functional things that are very important safety-wise. Do you want to hit really fast what a GFCI is? So a GFCI is a ground fault circuit indicator, basically saying that there is a connection between the ground and a positive. I think it's the positive. I think it's an interrupter. Interrupter or interferer or something that starts with an I. 
I think because the whole purpose is that if the water gets into that outlet, then boom, it clicks it right back yes. off. And then it's a safety. Yes. It's a safety thing. Yes. So it's a cool deal. Okay. So those are important. <clears throat> if you and your kitchens and your bathrooms get GFCIs. Yes. Now, pretty things to help your kitchen sell your house better. Go. Yes. So paint. So like some of these 1970s cabinets, you can doll them up real quick with a good paint job. Not just the seventies cabinets. So the cabinets in my in my current house mm -hmm. are are what are the golden they're oak low or something. Style they're, box cabinets, but they're cabinet. like that color. Nobody, honey everybody oak. hates that honey oak. That's what it is. Thank you. Everyone hates that color. So I know if I were to sell my house, I probably have to paint those mm -hmm. because people go in and they just complain. They do not like it. <clears> they but, like white or they like darker. They don't like that color that I have. As you say that, the new color. Is What's going back to honey oak. Is it really? Clear stained wood. Sweet. I'm keeping those just so, exactly like they are. Um, the trick is, is what they're doing instead of I might clean them. <laughs> making a, a harder colored contrast between the cabinets, they're going with really light colored countertops. So interesting. White marble, yeah. white backsplash, white appliance, white, white. Which white. is hilarious because for years I've loved my white appliances mm -hmm. and I finally got on board to get different colored appliances. And here we go. And now we're going back yep. to white. <clears throat> we're just All 20 right. some years behind here in Woodward. I mean, no, it's not even that. It's just my own personal preference, which is part of the it's part of the challenges of selling your home. You put your personal preferences into it. Yes. And now we're telling you before you sell your home, we have to neutralize that personal preference yep. so that it's a blank slate for everyone else to right. see. Right, because purple cabinets will only fit very few people. You want a wide range mm -hmm. of potential buyers for your house. So if we had to pick colors, they're earth tone, whites, grays. Not purple. Not purple. I just want to know. I didn't say it this time. <laughs> All right. So neutral paint. Also updating lightning. Um, thing, anything you can do to lighten and brighten. Yes. So you might need to get rid of heavy drapes. Um, I don't know people that have heavy drapes in their kitchen, but it literally said that in the article. That's and I weird. thought, well, that's weird. But nice new clean blinds. Yes. And things like that will help to brighten up the area. Clean. Okay. I want to talk about hardware. Okay. Like I'm way. Okay. So I'm moving soon. Mm -hmm. And the hardware in the kitchen is like, it's this horrible, ugly color, but they are the cutest little um, pools on the cabinets. Okay. And I'm like so stinking excited. I'm going to paint those suckers. Absolutely. And it's going to update the area. And they make great paints for those. Yes. They and make, like and you mentioned paint. last week. So there's enamel paint, there's plastic paint. Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, really, I've got a whole world at my fingertips with something as simple as taking those suckers out and spray painting them. Right. Because right? hardware, yeah, hardware is expensive. It is expensive. Yes. And then to find the same happy thing, but have an updated color would be just ridiculous right. and probably impossible. So anyway, I think that's important to just know is that it's easy to paint and update very quickly and expensively mm -hmm. and, and will really help to sell your space. Yes. So, um, also, new light fixture over the kitchen table. Yes. I think that's a big deal. And it I think it's a huge deal. When I moved into my tiny house, I, I don't know if you remember, but that's one of the, that's one of the expenses that I allowed myself. Um, you talked me into new flooring. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks so much. But I was like, every light fixture in the house was original to mm -hmm. my 1975 house. And they were those square glass plates over the lights. Mm -hmm. Like, they were not pretty in any way, shape, or form. So I found, and I didn't go expensive. But five years in, I'm completely happy and have no regrets. But that kitchen table, what I put over the kitchen table, made this huge difference in how it appears. Man, right. it looks better. And I only spent like 75 bucks, like legit. So in your new house, are you going to put a dandelion light somewhere? I mean, I don't know. I haven't talked about that yet. <laughs> Shh. 
I don't know where the, my dandelion light will go. I'm going to figure it out. You have to make a spot. I love my dandelion. I don't have it hanging yet. It's still underneath my desk. (laughs) All right. So next up, bathrooms, which is where a dandelion light belongs. That would be sweet. Over a corner tub. Oh, my gosh. So probably not yet, but maybe someday. All right. So bathrooms. What do you do in a bathroom to help your house sell? Clean, 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 clean. For real. I mean, really just think about it. Yeah. I don't You're, think you have to say much. No. I mean, it comes back to, we've seen lots of bathtubs that the, the caulking mm-hmm. is discolored. Um, like, that's a lot of work, but you could cut it out and redo it. There's YouTube videos all right. over the place for that. Um, <clears throat> sometimes it's as simple, and I say simple as, sometimes your, your tile is all just, it's done. It's done. Um, and so when people walk in a bathroom, they immediately think, oh my gosh, it's going to cost me ten thousand dollars to I was fix this to say, deal. I feel like buyers immediately triple the actual expense. Yes, except for me, I'm like, oh, I'm gonna probably fix this for five hundred bucks. Me. Yeah, you're the opposite. <laughs> <laughs> and then I get in there and I'm like, oh, it's ten thousand. Shoot. <laughs> so, but yeah, I think you're because I feel like I could do it myself. Like I think I bought those so back in nineteen eighty. Um, <laughs> so much for updating. Yeah. So. <clears throat> but sometimes it sometimes you do have to actually replace things. Sometimes yes. you do have to actually tear out the old tile, mm-hmm. put in the new tile. Now sometimes it's as simple as getting rid of the mildew. Right. And sometimes we have a I have a I have a lady that cleans some houses for us. And I'm telling uh-huh. you, like I've never seen bathrooms which she's done to some bathrooms in my life that are just unbelievable. So before you go right. to all that work, two or three hundred bucks and have her clean your house. Yes. That will that gets you kind of a new fresh start. Hey, we're going to sell it, mm-hmm. pack up a bunch of stuff, have them clean it. And then you really can see differently. Absolutely. And I think that's whenever you also, after you get that cleaned, I think that's when you have somebody else come in, your your most candid BFF, and say, yes. okay, what am I missing here? Right. It's Do you have you. any idea that you've had that umbrella laying by the door for the last six months? Yeah. Right. And it hadn't rained. Or all the chipped <laughs> stuff on your kitchen knobs and... Right. Or, Yeah. I saw somebody, well, it's way off topic. All right, moving on. Okay, mini makeovers for your bathroom. Guess what it started with? A coat of neutral paint. Wow. We, it's like I we know, weird. <clears throat> and again, more lighting and mirrors. And we don't yes. mean lights and mirrors like hiding stuff. We mean freshen up your space. Yep. So you may need to frame your mirror or get a new mirror um, or light fixture that goes above it. Those can be really dated fast. Yes. Yep. But for rather an expensive amount, you can change them out. Yep. And I swore I was going to change mine as soon as I moved into my house because it's one of these old farmhouse lights. Uh It's got a yellow bulb in it. Oh. doesn't make me. That explains your makeup. Yeah. I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) My bad. It doesn't highlight all the gray in my facial hair. but I know a lady. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Least expensive thing to do in your bathroom would be to update those light fixtures. So I think that's definitely an idea for you. All right. Outside, what do we do for the home exterior? Wow. So um, yesterday. Where do we begin? (laughs) Landscaping is a big deal. So right now the yards are dead. They're coming back. Okay. If If you're going to sell your house, paint your yard. <laughs> Not really. Okay, but for real, that's what I call it. Instead of saying I need to get my yard sprayed, sprayed. Can you I paint, paint my lawn. Yeah, because I think I think that's a big deal. Having it sprayed, helping with yes. maintenance, get rid of the weeds, work on those stickers. Out here, we just have so many stickers. Mm, it's crazy. I think that's important. It is, and that so so it keeps all the weeds coming up from coming up. So the pre-emergence, right. what they're doing now, killing all that hen bit, killing 
pre-killing, pre-emergent for stickers and weeds. So they shouldn't mm-hmm. come up, which will make your mowing season a lot easier anyway. But if you're oh, selling, sure. you need to take everything a step beyond what you normally do. Yes. So like right now, flower beds need to be cleaned out. They need to be mulched. They need to be ready. I don't know if it's quite flower planting season yet. I don't think it's quite time yet, but I'm still watching my your, local florist to know when it's time to go buy some flowers. You should still have you go ahead and fresh mulch that thing. Pull yes. all the weeds from last year and all the dead plants from last year. Get that thing fresh in them because we had a house just the other day. I drove by and go, They're man. the flowers I killed last year? Is that what yes, she just said? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I drove by a house yesterday and I thought, man, quick weed eating job on this house would make a right. front drive appeal substantially better. Definitely. And then, and then as your house sits on the market, hopefully not long, but as it sits on the market and the seasons kind of go into the mm-hmm. next season, you got to make sure your yard is edged well. So maybe hire someone to mow your yard this year while your right. house is on the market so it is pristine. Sometimes I think just getting it started. So um, in the last few years, as, as I've learned how to navigate some of that stuff, I'm not mm-hmm. really great at lawn care. We all know that. Um, and my son really didn't have a large, uh, much of a background in that either. And so more than once, he would get really far behind on edging. It's totally worth it to hire somebody to come in, get it nice again, and, yep. then, and then get started. Because once you, once you begin it, once you have those nice firm lines, it's easier to maintain. It's a lot easier to, yep. Just have somebody help you get started. It is worth the extra money. Yes, especially if your house is going to be for sale. For sure, which mine isn't. You keep saying that, and I, well, I, I just, just realized, I'm like, dude, I'm keeping my tiny house. I love my tiny <laughs> house, and my son needs a place to stay. <laughs> Perfect. <clears throat> All right, so next up, um, damaged roof eaves. Let's talk about some loan things that we Oosh. see. Yes. I know. Um, so. Cracked and peeling paint. Cracked and peeling paint. Handle it. Handle it. You've got like leaves and gutters. So fall, last year I was at a house this morning, mm-hmm. final walkthrough or last night, and I thought, hmm. They never cleaned the leaves off the roof. So that's, it had rained, so it's not a big issue yet. Sure. But starts raining in spring, then water's going to collect. It's going to rot the siding or it's going to push water up under the How did shingles. our wind not blow the leaves off that roof? It's a good question. That feels like a miracle. It's a weird overlap. Interesting. So, but yeah. So, All right. Clean up your leaves. Yep. That I saw also had a lot of paint issues under the eaves mm-hmm. where... Um, I, I mean, I understand. It's just like, oh, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. We're going to put a new roof on it. We're going to paint it after we put the new roof on. Oh, wait. Now we don't need a new roof. Okay, let's wait. Uh, and then it's winter. Now it's too cold. Now it's too windy. What color am I going to paint it? Oh, if I paint it blue, then I got to paint the house orange. I don't know what I want to do. I understand. <laughs> I get this it. This is my whole life right here. Yes. Yes. So where do you start? Well, then you come, at least go plant it. Just go prime it with the same color that's up there. Did go you know you intend your primer? No. So when you go to the store and you're like, hey, I'm going to paint this wall gray, but it's purple now. I don't know why I keep going to purple. I know. It's like you're picking on purple. I know. So I need to paint it, you know, orange. Then you can buy, You they'll tint your paint, your, really? your primer, so that it's when you put your primer coat on, it starts the tinting and then you put your paint over it it helps so especially on the outside if you're changing from a white to a dark it would be good to darken your primer if you go from a dark to a light it'd be great to lighten your primer right so and then if you miss a spot and it's primed hey it's easier to see that that touch up guy i love you (laughs) (laughs) so and then caulking does wonders again on your fascia and soffit um it'll seal the edges make them look sharper also if you have um, water running down the faces of your Uh. Stuff like that. If you don't have good drip edge or something on your house, that that will 
if there's any grooves or cracks, the caulking will make the water run on by and not stick in those grooves right. and cracks. Water so. is such a deteriorator. It is. Yep. It really is. Um, I think I missed something. Did you? Okay. Damaged roof eaves, though. I think it goes deeper than just, we're kind of hitting like the highlights. Mm -hmm. But sometimes you actually have to get in there and do a little bit of work. Yes. Do you want to talk about that, any? Um, it depends. Hello? Like your, uh, it's hard to say because there's so many things. Mm -hmm. um, on the one I was at yesterday, um, I think there's a few places that'll have to be um, removed or trimmed down better. I mm -hmm. think it actually trim. I think they were poorly cut in the first place, and gotcha. the trim is there's pieces of trim that have failed. So I think once you retrim that, it will clean all that up. But um, that is on our list to conquer in the next couple of weeks. Awesome. So, um, what about power washing your walkways? And do you power wash your house? Oh, man. So power washing your house is a dangerous thing to do. I feel um, like you've done this. Tell us the story. <laughs> yeah, you can sure ruin wood siding real fast. And then you have to sand it. Really? Yeah. So I didn't know oh, clue. Man. So I rented a power washer. I was, you know, 20 years old and thought, I'm going to wash the paint off this house. <laughs> and I did. And I cut grooves with the... Oh, no, for oh, real? Bad. So then I had to buy a siding sander, which is four or $500, to re-side, oh, no. which was one of the coolest tools ever. But it, <laughs> it would sand down the siding. I would adjust the blade, and it would sand it down to remove it. But it was my physical hand scraper idea was it would have taken me, well, I mean, it took me substantially longer because I screwed it up. But if I would have just hand scraped it and sanded it the first time, even though that I was trying to find a shortcut, right? Go figure. Um, but yeah, it was uh, it was a mess. So, but I would want to power wash. Like I might want to power wash my house if I had vinyl siding. So if you have if vinyl, I had brick, yep. If you have definitely if you have brick, you can. If mm -hmm. you have vinyl siding, um, if you have vinyl siding then you got to be careful not getting too close and have too much pressure because you okay. can also crack oh. brittle yes. vinyl siding is yes. 15 to 20 years. Right. Really, it's not a lifetime. They say mm -hmm. it's a lifetime. It's a lifetime warranty color. Sure. It's not really lifetime siding. Gotcha. So is it, as plastics get brittle, mm -hmm. if you hit that with, of course, like weed eater lawnmower, it cracks them. Obviously, with a power washer, it will also crack it. Okay. So Quick little tips. Front door. Make sure that they're clean. Make yep. sure that your front screen door or whatever, what's it called? Storm door. Storm door. Is all nice and shiny and clean. Yeah. Um, freshen up your welcome mat. Yes, which is easy. Mm -hmm. Just go buy a new one. It is. It is. But it's really hard to get rid of that Christmas one, frankly. <laughs> yes. All right. We need to take a super quick break. But when we come back, we are going to talk about a few other upgrades. All right. Hey, we're back. All right. So next up, do you still have some money in your fix-it budget? Oh, God. So your fix-it budget. I don't really keep a budget. I don't really keep a budget for that. I think it always goes back to paint. It does seem like, like it, it goes back to paint. It just always comes back to paint. Um, paint where you need to paint. So what are like the most trafficked places? Hallways. Always. Sometimes they get kind of mm. dingy because especially if you got little ones mm -hmm. running down the hall with their hand on the yep. wall. The corners. I'm impressed at how many people touch the corners of the house. Interesting. Or the office. I haven't noticed. That. Really? Yeah. So, I mean... I'm trying to think the last time I touched a corner. I mean, I run into the corners, but I don't. <laughs> Door frames, but yeah. that's not the same. <laughs> so I think you're, it's amazing, especially kids when they run around the corner and they slow down. And oh, gotcha. Yes. Okay. I can see this. And so you're, if you have decent paint, mm -hmm. then you can wash that off. Wipe it off. Yep. 
So you cleaning just, makes a huge difference. I know. It, it seems it like we're really paint, does. clean, paint, and clean. We could have summed yes. this whole show up in two words. I know. But that wouldn't have been fun. No. How about refinishing Ooh. hardwood floors? Whoosh. So there's a company <laughs> in I've done it. I hate Whoosh. it. I never want to do that again in my life. Nathan's all about it. So we got a we have a uh, <laughs> hire a guy. Yes. <laughs> Beth, Always hire a guy. Uh, Beth James uh, is redoing all these cool old houses yes, in town. She is. Um she has got a super fast, fantastic link uh, connection in um Oklahoma City that comes out and did a bunch of her floors. Really? And not only did they refinish them, like they took out where the floor furnace was, patched it. You can't see it. If there was any termite damage or mm -hmm. oh, bad spots, awesome. they came in and fixed it. It was amazing. So there is a connection there. Not very many people do that in Woodward. Sure. I think there's a few. They're probably super booked up. But these guys, that's all they do. It's hardwood floor refinishing. So That's awesome. Doing that well, I think, is is, is important. Yes. And I'm afraid that sometimes we don't see it done as mm -hmm. well as I'd like to right. see it. A lot of people just cover them up. So, Absolutely. And I get that. I do. But I you get don't that. Have to. You don't have to. And I think it's probably actually a little cheaper just to refinish what you got there. And I do believe people like hardwood floors more than the plastic vinyl floors or carpet. I think so too. It's a nice warm feeling with a wood floor. Yep. It just really is. Okay. So let's talk about some things really fast that I want to hit the important things. If you're, I don't know how to, I don't even know how to approach heaters and air conditioners. Some years ago, we had um, a lovely, lovely seller and, and they said everything works great. And then our buyer moves in, our buyer goes, the air conditioner never kicks off. Right. Do you remember this? What, what was the deal? Oh, he said, um, his thermostat was set for 72, but it mm -hmm. never cooled off less than 75. And, and so we reached out to the seller and they said, well, yeah, it's always been like that. Yeah. You just, that was their normal. Wild. Right. But that doesn't mean that it was correct. Correct. So I think it's really important to have some of those systems checked. Have your heater checked. Have your air conditioner checked. Make sure that they're running um, the way that a professional would do, would deem normal. Would you agree with that? Yes. And then if not, get it repaired. So service calls are $150-ish. Um, unless they find something, which if they do find something, hey, get it fixed. That way you're not... Um, Tying up your closing, tying up yes, your house sale. definitely. And if you do that before, mm -hmm. then a buyer's inspection comes back more clear and we have less issues to fight through in the middle of the yep. contract. And I think the biggest tip of all would be if you're going to sell your house, let's go ahead and get a home inspection. I love it. Man, I love it. Why not? You already have it done. You yes. have the checklist that some professional right. guys are going to have in your hands. And now you... At, instead of being in a panicked race to get to closing, right, right? Hey, we got. Hey, let's hold off on putting the house on the market two weeks while I yes. fix whatever. Exactly, I love it. A buyer could still do another home inspection, but right. hopefully there will be nothing. Right. Well, I'm if you sure provide they'll your, find a yeah. couple of things, yeah. but you're going to provide your home inspection mm -hmm. with your with your um, like a repaired home inspection right. with your disclosures. So as a buyer, um, and this if this is a reputable home inspector guy, which all of them are out here, sure. I can't imagine they would invest in having another one. Right. But if they do, your home inspector is going to catch most of it. Sure. Most of it. And the things this guy's going to catch are going to be minor. Should be very nominal. That's and that's I think I yeah. think that's a great idea. Um, next up, lack of security features. Make sure that you have your smoke detectors. Yes. Um, and I think we just did daylight savings time and I think we forgot to do our little shout out. Change those batteries. We need to get those batteries changed in our didn't wasn't that last week? That was last week. A couple of weeks, Two weeks ago? ago. I don't know. I'm getting all mixed Spring up. Break -ish. Regardless, make sure you get your um, smoke detectors, the batteries changed in those. 
um, and carbon monoxide detectors. You had a situation recently that a home inspection showed major issue with a furnace and you, you went back and said, make sure you get a carbon monoxide detector until you get this repaired. Yes. You were absolutely, you came back worried. I did. You came back to the office and said, I'm not sure. Maybe I should go back and just put one in for them. Like you yeah. were legit concerned. So make sure that you have those things in place. That's a safety issue. And we want to make sure that you're safe and that everything is safe for your buyer. Uh, roof problems. So we kind of got spoiled. After the tornado, almost everyone seemed to have a new... New roofs everywhere. I know. And we act like the tornado was like yesterday, and it was 11 years ago next month. Yeah, next month. That's a long time ago. We're starting to see a lot of wear and tear on roofs. Yes. In fact, we're seeing some roofs that had some, unfortunately, some warranty issues. Sure. But they were 10 years. The warranty... Right. For those for 10 years. So we missed the little window, which... Or just, it's really coming out now where yes. the, the rocks are all coming, the granules mm-hmm. are all being washed off the shingles. And you can, now you can definitely see like, hey, there's some problems. Right. Um, I was in Georgetown the other day driving around with my daughter and I was like, well, oh, there's another one of those roofs. Look at those. All of them. Same guy roofed all them houses. All the shingles are coming apart. Like I was like, this is, must've been 10 years ago. So, um, so, and we have roofers in town. There's several. Um, they offer free inspections. Mm-hmm. Obviously, they're doing a service for you because they want your business. So, but they'll yes. come out for free, tell you what to do, how many, how long mm-hmm. your roof is, how old it is, what it needs to maintenance it correctly. If you need some patchwork or touch-up work. Right, which is reminds me, as much wind as we've had, probably not a bad idea to go ahead and check your roof right now. Yeah. I mean, visually, just from the ground, go, oh, I'm missing yeah. some shingles. Get those get those back on. Call yeah. your and guy not, and get them taken care of. It's not stupid cold. It's a little windy. And it's not crazy <laughs> hot. You don't want people up on your roof when it's right. hot. They'll tear the shingles right. up. So. All right, so good time to kind of start looking into that. All right, next, foundation flaws. And that's a, that Northwest Oklahoma is a little tricky. It's not, not usually a big deal around here. Um, some of these older, older homes that have some, you know, sloping floors and stuff. I was in a house the other day that the floor sloped. We got all, we got underneath it in the underneath part. And you could see where they had tried to level it, which uh-huh. I believe created more problems. It looked Uh-oh. like, Hey, I think I'm going to try to jack this up. Uh-huh. I think a professional guy in one day could fix a massive amount of that house and level wow, it out. Wow. Because impressive. it was just little things that they sure. did on their own. Sure. Other thing is locks. Oh, yeah. If your realtor can't get in your house and is frustrated and ticked off because they can't get the door to open, how do you think they're going to be once they get in the house? Frustrated. You want them to love your house. Have you had a situation really? Not since this morning. (laughs) On our front door at the office. Oh, yeah. It does deter me from coming inside some days. All right. So um, so locks. Make sure your locks are in good functioning order. Try to find your keys. Try to find the keys. Keys would be great as well. Sounds crazy, but it happens. All right. So quick recap. Clean, clean, clean. Paint, paint, paint. Make sure things are bright and fresh. Yes. If you want us to come out and look at your house. Yeah, we'd love to. Give you a pre-run. 580-334-2303. 580-216-0090. Thanks for listening. Your new favorite. Classic Hits 1073 KLSI Moreland Woodward. Tell a friend.